trust the process and do the work and you'll achieve the desired outcome. A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Ruel Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rukens, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. Conversations. So welcome on stage for Design to Change, the podcast. I'm going to just peek at your LinkedIn profile, the thing that anybody can see when they click on the button below the podcast, right, uh, and connect right. to you. Um, and after that, I'll ask you one thing that they might not know about you yet. So okay. you are the marketing director at Vivos Therapeutics. You're based in Austin in Texas. And yes. You are um, an experienced marketing director in um, the orthodontics field, if I'm not mistaken, uh, originally. And now you've transitioned into Vivos Therapeutics, which does... So Vivos Therapeutics is um, a company that treats mild to moderate obstructive sleep apnea. Uh, and so it's, it's still has orthodontics, uh, involved in the product, but it's, it's more focused on sleep medicine, dental sleep medicine. Awesome. Yeah. So your business development skills and certified event designer skills have now amalgated into your marketing directorship at Vivos Therapeutics. Um, We've seen you in action in many different ways. You've been on uh, Seth Godin's Alt-MBA. You're a certified event designer. You are an EDC mastermind since the first um, uh, beginnings of, uh, of that. Um, tell us something we don't know yet. Something that you don't know yet. Um, what can I tell you that you don't know? Or that our listeners might not know. <laughs> Um, I mean, I've been in, in the dental orthodontic field for 20 years now, uh, and really have been involved in so many parts. Like I, I worked in a dental practice, uh, for a good seven years before moving into marketing, uh, for dental companies. Um, so I've kind of seen a little bit of all of it, uh, the corporate side and, the the actual practice doctor side right clinical side um so it's it's great to be able to have both of those experiences and bring that into what i do now uh with marketing and events and being able to speak the same language uh that our doctors are are speaking and uh, i can relate to them and understand what they go through on a day-to-day -day basis so it's it's a lot of fun so I, I learned two new words as we were just uh, speaking before. Yep. Uh, but I would almost say that now that I've learned this word, I can apply it. Um, you are in the knowingness of event design 
in this very specific field. Um, and you're also in the doingness, right? You have the competence and the knowledge and the skill, but also the ability to apply it um, okay. in your organization. And I think that's, that's something that two things I knew that you possess, but I never knew what it was called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love those words. I use them all the time. Knowingness um, and doingness. Right. Yeah. You got to have the knowingness in, in order to have the doingness to, to have the ability to um, really be effective. So let's test your knowingness on this question. Okay. A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Definitely not. Uh, and I think, you know, I hope everybody has had the experience of having a conversation that changed their life or changed their viewpoint, right? And so if you, if you have the knowingness to be able to change something for the better, right, that you do that with intention and that you, you have that ability. Like I know I've had conversations that have changed my viewpoint 100%, right. Or changed, changed the direction of my life and to be able to do that for somebody else or for another company is huge. And I, I love when somebody recognizes that and they see it and they're like, it's, it's the best feeling in the world. I think. That's amazing. <laughs> and, yeah. So it almost implies the horizon of change, right? Uh, um, <clears throat> I remember our conversation last year before the EDC mastermind and where you are now. So we can have that one year reflection, but I'm going to take you towards your next horizon. Right. What is currently on your horizon of change for the next horizon? Um, so I would say it, it really is the company that I'm working with now and I'm really just getting in into events and getting started with this company and being able to really help them grow and see like this methodology and what we can do with it. Right. Um, so there's so much opportunity and um, there there's just a great amount of behavior and change we can create. And so I'm excited to do that. And I found it fascinating to hear how important the role of events is in your current company and how that's yep. growing really fast as well. You're delivering events, right? Next week, there's an event. And after that, there's your own event. And yep. um, how do you how do you keep um, how do you keep looking towards the horizon instead of at the tent of the event? Because, you know, very often when you're in front of an event, you're just focused on the event itself, right? But how do you shift your perspective to, to see that horizon of where you're headed? I, I mean, I think like the tools that the event design program has given us, right? There's the event perspective, which I remember the first time that I learned of the event perspective, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> this is exactly what I needed. I'd had a, a conversation with Rule because I had so many questions, as you probably remember, when I first started with the event design uh, handbook. Mm -hmm. And I was like trying to, you know, 
be able to measure all my results. And I was trying to put so many elements into one event and trying to achieve so many things and then rules like, well, here's this event perspective and you can actually plan out, you know, more events to achieve these goals. So you don't have to do it all in one. And I was like, light bulb, like this is perfection. Thank you so much. This is what I needed. (laughs) Um, So yeah, having that event perspective has, uh, has been a great tool so that I don't get overwhelmed when planning that, uh, that change. You're also the only certified event designer, or actually the only person that started at the event design certificate program level three that already completed their project before they, they started the program. Right. Uh, <laughs> nearly completed or already had completed and then completely re- rethought it again. Um, yep. In the meantime, you're a CED plus, so you're, you're now also a, a proficient facilitator of these processes online. Um, it seems like your, your knowingness and doingness is so proactive that um, you might even know what we're going to talk about next. I don't know. Uh, or... <laughs> Right, which would mean that we could do down the alley of horizons of change. Um, or if you would like to make it a little bit more serendipitous, we can also spin the wheel um, and we could see if we tackle another rabbit hole. Um, but that's completely up to you. What what has your preference? Yeah, let's spin the wheel, I think. Spin the I think wheel. that's always, yeah. See what happens. Let's... Um, Spin the wheel, and for proof, uh, obviously, you know, people listening to the podcast will not know whether we are sharing the truth or not, uh, Elena. Here, but you can see the truth, right? Because the wheel is spinning. I'll reset it. I can it, see so it. It's it, not rigged, it is right? indeed spinning. Yes, it's not, it is not spinning. It has seven quadrants there, and here we go. I'm not touching anything. Hands in the air. Horizons of change. <laughs> and it hits. Horizons of change. <laughs> yes. So you did know what was going to come somehow. And um, we are now going down that rabbit hole of um, horizons of change. Thanks awesome. for selecting that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think this is really the one that I wanted you to talk about. So I'm glad that we did and spend the wheel and it also landed on horizons of change. Yeah, Good. that's awesome. Let's start with the first question. Okay. And try and be as like, if you have an example or something pragmatic, that's always super helpful for those that are listening. Okay. How do you involve others in the change you design for? Um, so my past experience really, it, it wasn't that difficult to involve others. Um, you know, I had started setting up my event design room uh, and it was kind of like a fishbowl room. So it's big glass windows that everybody can see and and they saw my my canvases and my pre-empathy and my post-empathy and all my post-its on the wall and everybody was just kind of asking what is this to start um and then I would explain it a little bit and then once I I was ready I invited a group of people that I was interested in having as part of that event design process and everybody was like just excited to be a part of it really. Um, so it, it really wasn't that difficult. As soon as I started inviting them, uh, they came on board and I had a group of 12 
different uh, employees that were part of that process. So it was, I think just the interest was already there and they wanted to be involved. So they wanted to be involved right from the get-go. Yeah. yeah, right. And you hadn't done it. Is this the first time that you designed it, you mean, in that, that edition? That or? was the first time, yeah. And yeah. all you'd done is read the book or the event design handbook. All I all I had done was read the book. I I had reached out to Rule and I had all of those questions as I mentioned. And mm-hmm. um I think I ordered the kit, the facilitation kit. Uh and that helped a lot and just really just went through the process. We we put aside one full day and all met offsite <clears throat> with uh the facilitation kit and just did it. We had the doingness. <laughs> the doingness was was that so the knowingness yep. came from the book and you had the um the daunting task of doing doing the doingness in the very first round. This this is very impressive. Well done. Thank um, you. Almost begs for you to read the quote in the next book, right? Designed to change, which came out of, of the last um, um, EDC mastermind. So on page 165, if you if you own a copy of the book, I do. <laughs> which, <laughs> well, you have two copies. You have the alpha and you have the final one, right? That's um, right. Because in chapter eight it says your turn to design, and there's all sorts of pragmatic um, doingness steps there. Elena, can you read the quote that's in the book that you wrote? I can. Okay, so designed to change the event design handbook and the event canvas provide structure and direction while also providing the ability to create thoughtful and well-planned journeys to create a real change of behavior in the minds of the stakeholders you wish to change. Trust the process and do the work and you'll achieve the desired outcome. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I really do believe that. I mean, it's like creating thoughtful, well-planned journeys is such a huge part of that whole process. And I love that part. And then being able to, to create that change of behavior in the minds of your stakeholders. I mean, that's what it's all about. So powerful just, stuff. Yeah. Um, Agreed. In the meantime, what, others can see, but you can, I think, right, on, on the screen, is that we have the worksheet in front of us in the chat form conversation. Mm-hmm. If you want to look along and, and answer these questions as well, in the footer notes below, you'll find a link to this worksheet. Okay. Um, the second question that we have for you is this one. How do the events you design become markers of change in your organization? If you're enjoying this conversation, check out the book and full multimedia experience by purchasing your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Visit designtochange.online to order your copy and start interacting with more thought-provoking content like this. The second question that we have for you is this one. How do the events you design become markers of change in your organization? Uh, so I think, again, it's it's going through that process um, and being able to design the event to create that change, right? You, you know how you're going to measure that change mm-hmm. and what it is that you are trying to change uh, in the minds of, of your, your stakeholders. 
And just going through that process, you'll get there, right? It, you, that's what it's, what it's about. Again, it's like, that's why you're, you're designing event to change behavior and going through that process um, helps you do that. And it almost sounds like, I mean, sometimes it's hard to imagine it when you hear it, but I always try to yeah. picture like how your life deploys and what the pivotal moments are, right? And very often you can see events have a function of conversations you have and pivotal moments it creates. And um, and for companies, it's no different, I guess, right? right. The life of a company, the timeline into the past is easy to see, or we can decode that fairly easily. Uh, but into the future, very often it's much more difficult for people to imagine that. Yeah, it's amazing too how you start applying this process to your own life. Like you see it work for your organization, mm-hmm. but then you really do start thinking about just the events, your your personal events, right? Mm-hmm. And how how you can design that. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's see what the next question brings. How do you have that conversation? with your event owner? So I think um, having the conversation with the event owner to start the event design process or once- Or even that idea of you now see these um, event designs as markers of change in the organization and you have clarity about what the events have done in the past. You see into the future because you design the future events. But how do you have that conversation with the event owner that might be just preoccupied with the execution of their one event or the one that they own? Yeah, so, I mean, I think when when you can show what you're doing, like you've created this experience journey, you've created this instructional journey and you have this goal, and you can show how you're going to change that behavior with those journeys that you've created. I mean, it's kind of like a no brainer. Like if you know what the event owner, if you know what your event owner's goals are, right. And you can show them how you're going to achieve that. It's just like, why wouldn't you do that? Right. Like we can have an event and it, it we can bring people there and not necessarily designed for that goal or you can design for it and help them achieve what they're trying to achieve right so i mean i've, I've been to so many events where you know you get there and it, it doesn't feel like there has been a well thought out uh goal or change in behavior but i've also been to somewhere it, there has been like you you can feel it like they they wanted to educate you on this topic and they did it and you are changed and you you do want to be more involved and you you are becoming part of that goal that they're trying to achieve mm-hmm. i think i think you know part of your goal in the event design program is to you know um educate all of these event designers to, to do that. And just how long I've been a part of your group, right. The event design group and Mm. what you guys have planned and designed for is, is happening. So. And that's so gratifying to (laughs) see that. Right. I I think, so 
you know, and it just reminds me again that the, the last, you know, EDC Mastermind, we're recording this on the 4th of October, 2021, for if anybody listens to this in the far future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, because digital will survive many things, maybe. Um, the book is actually an outcome of the uh, mastermind journey, right? So a prototype was written, was used as the content and then critiqued, reassembled, disassembled, reassembled, reprototyped, re-put together, reviewed, et cetera, et cetera. And out came the Design to Change book, um, which was actually 80 travel days well repurposed uh, because of COVID grounding us uh, during that mm -hmm. period. Right? So I think, indeed, you can have very tangible um, milestone moments, artifacts, tokens, memories bundled up. And, you know, just hearing you re read your quotes, you know, and then I know what it took to for that to come into the book, right? Because it, yeah. it requires a whole journey and experience. And, and you don't just say that because of it's not there in the action part, right? Your right. turn to design. Um, it's because you you do this for some time and you do that successfully. And when it's your turn to design, to go from knowingness to doingness, that's what you do. Right. And to us, that's like, that's why we do what we do. And I think if that sense of purpose connects really well, it's super powerful. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So we were the event owner of that. So it's as if we just had that conversation. That's that's uh, like a yeah. <laughs> meta example. Let's go to the next question. How okay. do you enable them to express their vision? And their vision is in this case, the event owner, right? How do you enable your event owner to express their vision? Uh, I mean, I, I think it goes back to just having a conversation, right? It's like you can have a conversation with the event owner about what it is that they do want to achieve. And sometimes that's a hard question. They don't always know what they want to achieve, right? Um, but when you can present different prototypes, sometimes that brings um, more of a vision to them. And then they can start to really see, okay, yeah, well, I do want to do that. Or we're not ready for this quite yet. That sort of thing, right? Because I remember the first time I was going through our event design, I had like 20 different goals that I wanted to achieve. And again, that goes back to that event perspective conversation. I was like, there's too many things <laughs> that we're trying to achieve right now. I can't tree. pause, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't possibly do all of this. Um, and some of the, some of that uh, goals that we were wanting to achieve really did need to be pushed out further. So it helped uh, narrow down, okay, like this, this here, this first event, this is what we want to achieve. And this is what we can achieve hmm. in this event. And then, you know, we'll work on this, this software change or this program um, for next year. And we can achieve that goal then and just kind of take all of these attendees on this experience and like build on that, right? Mm. And they'll see that this was a well-planned out five-year strategy for events and we are achieving all these things. So kind of going through that 
process with them, I think helps uh, to help them to help the event owner express that vision. I love that. And, and what Paul Vulcans, uh, our, our um, executive perspective provider in this whole thing, not just in the book, but also in the mastermind program, he calls that, you know, first of all, you have to be able to have them express their vision. And then the second thing is they have to be able to connect the vision um, Let's say, if if the vision is there, but I don't make a connection to the vision with the events, then they're mm -hmm. operating in the ivory tower, right? So, right. The event is also kind of like the pullback point or the moment where the rubber hits the road, where it goes from knowingness to doingness from a strategic level, where it becomes the application of the strategy into a tactic or an operational, visible, tangible thing that people can experience or hold or be part of um and there's pictures and there's recordings and there are totally celebrations and there are everything else that comes with an event right maybe there's dirty yeah. dishes or there's uh <laughs> you know <laughs> um but it, it it becomes something tangible and i think this is um this is very powerful when you make the connection of um the vision to the event, yeah. Yes. Uh, having spoiled the next question with that, <laughs> how do you enable them to connect the vision to the event story? Maybe you have an example for us of where you've seen this maybe in action, right? Where you have enabled your event owner to connect their vision to the event design or the event story. Yeah, uh, so I, I think like, I don't know if you remember this, but when we did our, our online facilitator uh, plus program, I had gone back to, to the event that I had originally designed um, for my, my uh, level three. And I wrote up the event story for that event. Mm. And I was like, I should have done this <laughs> at the very beginning, like, and being able to know what the goals are and really understand like the current situation hmm. and, and the reality of where everything is at, um, really helped me connect more to the vision, um, so I, I think it's kind of a back and forth, but having a little bit more knowledge of the event process and the, the methodology and everything and um, seeing like if they can take that event story and then see the prototype and then connect the two together and it just makes sense, it's easy to connect the vision and the event story. I don't know if I, if that makes sense, but <laughs> no, to me, it does because I've seen it in action okay. when you did it, right? Yep. So we've seen yeah. how you came in with the event design just by reading the book and enthusiasm and apply, applying it with your team. Right. And um, doing it on a completely different event during the event design certificate program to become a certified event designer, then going back to the design with your team and re 
doing the exercise. It's almost like you went through three, three iterations of the design, once on your yeah. own or in a small team, <laughs> then with a very different yeah. team who didn't know what this was about, and then with your own team again. Yeah. And I think you then have such an anchored story that it becomes super easy to tell that story uh, and to hold the compass with the leaders, right? To navigate them. And as Janet called it in another um, edition of this podcast, Janet Ham said, it's like charting the course, right? Like when you navigate uh, through the waters, you have to plot or chart out the course using that compass. And uh, right. that's a powerful metaphor to use in that respect. Um, here's one more for you. Okay. How do you articulate the value it creates? Um, I think again, like going through the process, right? You get to a point where you're like, okay, how are we going to measure this? And you, you have the change behavior that you're trying to create. And once you know how you're going to measure it, mm. you, you just know what value it's going to create. Right. Like, I know I can achieve these things. Here's how I'm going to do it. And this is how I'm measuring it. Hmm. Okay, good. That's, that's the value. Love it. It's pretty simple. <laughs> it you, is when, when you know you how it works, it. right? Right, right. But actually, you've answered our ultimate question, which we always ask, right? Which is, how does your event create value? Which, look at it, look at it from the event owner's perspective. How is this event going to create value for me, right? As the event owner. Yep. And I think that's, if you don't, if you cannot answer that question simply, like you've just done, then, you know, you're not setting yourself up for success. Right. It's that simple. So we've come to the end of this series of questions for Horizons of Change. Now that's only the first chapter out of eight. So between that worksheet and your quote on, uh, at the very end of the book, before the, uh, yeah. the glossary, um, I'm going to ask you two favors. One of them is mandatory. The other one is not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one is that we want to send you this worksheet for you to fill out in typed format the chat as well. And then we can add that to the repository of answers that have come out of this worksheet. Because to us, that proves that the worksheet that's in the book can be activated with actual answers in real time and others can then scroll through those answers and we'll post them below the podcast recording as well so people can read through those answers that you provide on top awesome. of that there's going to be a link that the people that are listening to the podcast can also fill out those same questions and see if they how they would answer them there's no wrong and right there's just into the knowingness or almost there right yes yes <laughs> Would you be uh, willing to convert that into doing this? Most definitely. That's awesome. Yep. Then the second question is, a year from today, <clears throat> we'd like to um, set a net next anchor out to uh, look back at the conversation we had today and see where we are then. Um, so we're going to send you an invite in the calendar for 4, 5, 6 October 2022. And then we get to speak again about this horizon of change. How does that sound? Yeah, I would love to, of course. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. We also just say that, you know, that's not a reason not to speak between now and then, uh, because we will be meeting at the EDC Mastermind. If you want to meet Elena, 
join us at the mastermind if you're a certified event designer if you're not see if you want to take on the challenge of becoming that first um this was um the first part of the onstage right this was our onstage part um and bear with us because you can meet us backstage and we're going to hang out and talk a little bit more about all the stuff you didn't hear in this part this has been another episode of the design to change designer conversation series Explore these conversations and additional content at designtochange.online. Want more right now? Tune into the backstage episode of this conversation and hear what the experts discuss offstage.